goes in the streets of London. The sack goes in the London city. The sack goes in the streets of London. So I gotta carry something with me. Today a legend is born, ready for vengeance rather than war. Ready for anything, ready for more. My English Olá a todos, eu estou aqui em Londres, no London Studio da Sony Interactive Entertainment, o maior estúdio da Europa da Sony Interactive Entertainment, que existe desde 1993 e desenvolveu clássicos como o iToy ou o SingStar, por exemplo. Um, tivemos há muito pouco tempo uh, uma experiência em VR fantástica chamada PlayStation VR Worlds, que foi produzida mesmo aqui neste estúdio, uh, e dessa experiência surgiu um novo jogo, chama-se Blood and Truth. Um, nós fomos convidados para estar uh, aqui uh, na apresentação do jogo e perceber como é que tudo funciona para criar um jogo uh, uh, de realidade virtual uh, muito, extremamente imersivo, extremamente cinematográfico, um, acerca de uh, um ex-militar que uh, está uh, a ter alguns problemas com o crime organizado aqui em Londres. Um jogo extremamente uh, realista. Uh, com uma grande aventura que não vais querer perder, sai já no dia 29 de Maio e nós vamos continuar aqui no London Studio, falamos com os criadores do jogo uh, e vamos mostrar tudo já já de seguida, inclusive uma demonstração de motion capture, uh, a não perder. Até já! O que eu quero? A vossa organização. Ele não vai começar uma guerra, não tem poder suficiente. Eu vou lá descobrir. So, uh, Blood and Truth is a new upcoming uh, PlayStation VR game. Uh, it is a game where it's inspired by our favorite action movies. It's a game where effectively you play a character called Ryan Marks and we get to get you to feel like an action hero in a way that no other game has done before. The VR aspect just immerses you in the heart of a blockbuster, explosive blockbuster action movie. So we, we, we wanted to have a great story, right? We wanted to have something that really drove the player through the experience. So we partnered really early on with a chap called Rick Porras, who is a Hollywood-based uh, producer and uh, director. He was a second unit director on the Lord of the Rings movies, and he really helped us uh, early on kind of get our story and our characters tightened up. And then, and then when we came to do our, our motion capture, uh, he was like a complete no-brainer to actually come, uh, come over from the US. We did it all in Sweden, and he effectively directed our um, performances. So, I mean, story is so important, right? I mean, he, he, you know, we wanted to have a story inspired by some of our favorite action movies. You know, things like Die Hard, you know, it's not just a, a person in a skyscraper. It's so much more, and there's so much more kind of hinted at, and we wanted to get that with our performances, our cast, and just the kind of the environments that you're in. So really kind of sell the player in that regard. It, it, so um, this was a this was actually a new thing for us as a team. So we with with the London heist, we had a great cast, um, but it, it, it were voice actors. They were voice actors, and then you know we we did some motion capture with different actors. And when we came to casting Blood and Truth, we had to we had to get uh, had to have the right voice. They had to be authentic in that regard. But they had to look the part because well, unlike London Heights, we scanned them in. We used 3D scanners to scan them in. So when you see Colin Salmon in the game, he looks like Colin Salmon in real life. Um, 
And not only that, we had to, they had to be able to act. And it wasn't just like in, in TV or film where you have a, a shot and you cut away to something else. The player is the camera. The player, as he looks around or she looks around, is seeing different things. So when we have a scene with like seven actors in that scene, they're all acting constantly. They, they, there's no escape for them because at any point the player could look at them. So it was super important and it was definitely an element that we, we spent a lot of time and effort to try and get right. Great thing about this and, and what Colin and, and the rest of the people at Sony were really found that very important was the fact that they wanted that drama in this game. They wanted the actors to have that emotion because you're, as the player, you're going through it yourself. And, and I think you connect with the characters more when it's believable. But like you do anything, like you do the TV series or a film, and, and they were very they were very conscious of making sure that the script was true, that what we were saying was believable, and that the bonds between the guys playing my brother and myself and, and the woman playing my mum and, and the other actors in, in the game were very strong. Um, so that was lovely. And at first, I, I generally did think it was just going to be uh, quite an easy job uh, because of the mocap stuff. But actually, with the head cam that we had on, that was capturing everything. Um, if we cried, if we laughed, if our eyebrows raised, if we squinted our nose and so slightly, everything was captured. So we had to make sure that we were doing a performance that was worthy for anything. I love it. I love it. So my brothers are huge gamers and they were very, very excited and slightly jealous that I was in this. Um, but I think the game's incredible. And what you get to do in the game, it's just so much, it's just so different to anything that I've ever played before. Um, and I think the content in it, the drama, the missions that you do, is just incredible. And you can do it all sitting down in your pyjamas, which is fantastic. <laughs> So the, we have a system called 3D Audio that uh, tries to emulate how our brain and ears uh, can hear positional sound. So what we do is that we have the positions from the game emitters and this system is going to play the sound from that position to the person's ears through the headphones. So you can hear sounds that are above you, below you or behind you thanks to this technology something that you couldn't hear uh, if you just have stereo system where the sound would just be moving from the left ear to the right ear and in between it goes inside your head. So it's just a technology that allows you to hear in 360 uh, audio. Because when we use this creatively we try to create a fully immersive environment where you, when you're in any uh, place in the level for Blood and Truth all the ambiences are fully 360 audio so it means you have sounds on the top of you sounds uh, all around so we can use this technology to fully immerse inside a sort of sphere uh, sometimes i play games that don't have this technology and i am ex i am expecting it my brain is so used to it when i play video games that if i don't hear the sounds coming from the top then i'm like oh that's weird where where is that sound where is for example i was hearing uh water dripping in a game and I was like, oh, where is the water? I don't understand. And actually, it was on the top. I'm so used now to hear it coming from the top that uh, I was missing this. So that, what I mean is like, it's hard to go back to non-3D audio technology when you play with headphones.
So the future of it is to have potentially all games becoming 3D audio support. You know, it's a bit like you have mono to stereo. It doesn't make sense to go back to mono. Uh, the same that we have with 3D audio. It adds so much information. Uh, you can imagine in a multiplayer shooter game when if you can know if someone is on the top or below you or behind you, very clearly you just know it's there. That that you just it just helps you to be better. So I think it's really important both narratively to be immersed in the game, also uh, for the competitors to have more information about what's going on. It is that you put on a headset and you're transported inside the world. And I think one of the real challenges for us as a developer is you know, when we're showing a trailer, you're watching that trailer on YouTube. You're watching it through a medium that we're all familiar with, which is you know, television. But, but it's that, that, that power of suddenly transporting you through that picture frame into that environment and what that brings. So I'll, I'll give us a small example and a great example. We've got our two move controllers so you can have left hand and right hand. And we have um, a gun and an ammo clip and you have to physically load the ammo clip. We could have put that on a button. We could have made square button reload. Pretty much every other video game does that. But we love the fact of everything you do which is involving your hands it's just an, and, and the eye tracking and everything like that it's just another thing that just it subconsciously adds to that trying to make you as a player forget that you're sitting in your living room and playing a video game and in fact we want you to feel like you're in the heart of London there's a gunfight going on and you are Ryan Marks and that that sense of presence and that sense of immersion is, is, is just so much uh, easier in VR. I mean, we did a game, you know, PlayStation VR Worlds. We had the Ocean's Descent where you get attacked by a shark. Um, you could try, you could do that experience on a, on a, on a TV, um, but it wouldn't be anywhere near as impactful. And it's the, the, it's the magicalness that VR gives that I think you've got to try to be able to, you know, experience, you know. VR is an amazing medium and I think we're going to continue to see some great experiences in that. I think in the same way that mobile gaming hasn't killed console gaming, I think you know, there's definitely elements that will work. You know, film isn't going away in the same way that books haven't gone away. But I think you know, with experiences like Blood and Truth where it's like, it's very much, you know, we love action films and we wanted to make an experience that was really authentic to that. I think there's, there's real potential for doing crossovers in that regard. We have, um, unlike a lot of other games, we don't use Unreal, we don't use Unity. We, we have a, an engine team here and our tools are all created internally. And the reason for that is um, PlayStation VR is, is, is super um, power intensive. You know, you have, to, you have to render at a really high frame rate. Hopefully this isn't too technical for the, for the readers. Really high frame rate, 60 frames a second. You have to render in two eyes. So it's really important to have an engine that is super optimized for VR. And for us, you know, when we have like the objects interactions and the drama and the gunfights and, and making it all work seamlessly with, you know, close to zero load times, we had to have a bespoke engine. So it was, it was challenging, um, but I think it's really paid off.
ready for vengeance rather than war. Ready for anything, ready for war. My English gangsta, I'm dead on shore. Aliar com força ou é o nosso fim.